0: What's up, beautiful people? Kirby Hossaman here, trying to deliver you just a little bit more marketing joy. And as of now, I'm calling these your DMJ 101s. A little bit more of a personal deep dive on certain topics just with me. And if you're getting value from them, please feel free to subscribe. I would appreciate it wherever you're listening, wherever you're consuming. Subscribe so you can follow along as I create more of these. And hey, if there's someone that you think that would get some value out of it, please feel free to share with them as well. So... As we're talking about this, this is the time of year that people start talking about resolutions. They just start talking about goals. So I would like to talk about goals in this specific episode. And it is the time of year. It is the time of year that I think most people are open to the idea of creating their life a little bit more on purpose. I believe that many people go through life just sort of living as a character in someone else's movie. They just float along and then wonder why... You know, they get to a year later or 10 years later or 50 years later and they're like, what happened? Why why did my life go down this certain path? And it's so often, unfortunately, because they didn't do it on purpose. They didn't set goals. They weren't intentional about the things they wanted to create. So today, first of all, I want to encourage you. I want to encourage you to set goals, to be intentional about the year that's coming up. And I want to give you some tools to do that today. So... Let's start with some statistics. So one of the ones that blows me away is that they say that 3% of the population actually has goals and have them written down. And I think that 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 second step is really important. You might be thinking about things that you'd like to accomplish, and that's a good start. Many people don't do that. They're just not introspective enough to sit down and think about the things that they want to create in their life. And I want to encourage you to do that, but take the next step and write them down, put them on paper. There's something magical about whether you write it down or type it out or write it on a whiteboard, any of those things that kind of put them into the universe. And then I'm a big fan of putting them where I can see them on a regular basis because they're, they, you know, it kind of reminds me, Oh yeah, that is something I wanted to accomplish. So 3%. 3% 3% of folks have their goals and have them written down. And the other stat that goes along with that is that you are 80% more likely to achieve your goals if you take those steps. You you are introspective, you think about your goals and then you write them down. And so the thing that kind of always stops me is why? Why if most of us know and that's that's one of the things that's the caveat is most people know, "Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know I should I should sit down and I should write those goals down." But we don't. So What stops us? And I've given this some thought, and I think it's because we think we're doing it wrong. I think there's a couple reasons, but one of them is that we think we're doing it wrong. The other one is that we think we might not make it. So why don't I start there? If you think you might not make it, let me just say that goals are not pass-fail right? Like I'm a believer in setting big goals to stretch myself because I think, you know, if I set the goal for five of something and I, you know, I might make it, I might not, but if I set that goal for 10 and I only hit eight, well, you know, I think I've achieved more than I, if I had a set a low goal. So I like stretching and understand that it's not pass fail. If I don't hit that goal, if I hit seven out of 10, Hey, that's a, that's a C average, you know? Um, and I think that you've still made progress and gotten closer to, you know, what you wanted to do than if you had not set the goal, written it down and tried it all. And then the other thing is, I I think people think that they're doing it wrong. People think that, you know, I'd set goals, but I don't really know how to do it. And I I really want to let you off the hook there too, because gosh, goals are deeply personal. And, you know, what I find to be a compelling and interesting and inspiring goal, you might not give a damn about at all. And that's okay because they're my goals. I don't care whether you like them or not. And you should feel the same way about me. You should feel the same way about your parents. You should feel the same way about whoever is kind of in your head, uh, making you think that you're not doing it right. If you're setting goals, you're doing it right. So just understand that goals are deeply personal and they're for you to decide. So if you're doing it, you're doing it right. Now, one of the ways, and, and I actually, so... I like the concept of smart goals, but I do think those set us back a little bit. And here's what I mean by that is I think the idea around smart goals are good. And I think when you can create a goal that it kind of hits all those criteria, then I think it, it does help kind of guide you in a, in an actionable way. But I think in some ways it's like, well, I want to do this thing, but it doesn't fit all the criteria. Well, that doesn't matter if it does drive you to the behavior that you want. So what's a SMART goal? If you don't know what a SMART goal, it's an acronym, right? It's specific, measurable, actionable, realistic, and time bound. So, and that's, I, I think in many ways, that's really good. If you say, hey, I want to lose weight. Well, okay, that's fine. But if you say, I want to lose 10 pounds, that's specific, right? Um, action uh, Measurable, something that you can say, did I do it or did I not? Totally buy that, right? You either lost the 10 pounds or you didn't. Now, again, I don't think that's pass fail. If you you drop eight pounds, I still think that's good, right? Um, Actionable, yeah, I like that because you wanna be able to do something about it. If you have a goal that I want world peace and you don't feel like you can do anything about it, well, then that that can be deflating as opposed to motivating. So, um, and then realistic and time-bound, I like the idea of time-bound even, um, because you say, okay, I'm gonna try and do it by this time. Those concepts are good, you know, so many times I come back with the idea of says, who, who said like realistic says, who, who, who decides if it's realistic? You, well, it's not your goal. So your opinion of realistic really shouldn't matter to me and measurable in some ways. Yes, I totally get it. But for many years, one of my main goals was to become a better father and, uh, and husband and it's not terribly measurable. Right, I am mean, could come up with some stuff, but the reality of it is it was top on my goal list. And when I looked at it, it affected my behavior. And I think if your goal affects your behavior in a positive way, it's still a good goal. So I'm not completely tied to the concept of smart goals. Nothing wrong with utilizing that as a tool, but don't let it be the reason you think you're doing it wrong. So final thoughts around goal setting today um, is what I call the five F's, the five F's of goal setting. I think most people who set goals, they set goals using two of the F's, They're, they're fitness and finance, right? So they're, they're I'm going to drop 10 pounds or I'm going to make a million dollars and great. They're, again, your goals. But I believe that if you want to have a well-rounded life, which many of us do, you need to have well-rounded goals or at least goals in different areas of your life. If, hey, you really want to kill it in the finance area, maybe that's the big goal. But I think focusing on some of these other areas can really drive you to have better relationships and a better life. That's, again, my opinion. So what are the five Fs? The five Fs are uh, fitness, uh, finance, family, faith, and fun. that's right i think you should have at least one goal in all of those areas so fitness of course the 10 pounds that i keep talking about finance you want to make a certain amount of money faith how do you want to walk in your faith journey whatever that is again deeply personal uh family What's that look like? I mean, how do you want to show up for your family, your spouse, your kids? Having a goal around that affects my behavior. It it just makes me act differently. And I think that's really good. And then, of course, fun. I actually think that we should build in some fun. And I love it when some of the Fs actually collide, right? So uh, family, uh, faith, and fun. If you created a trip to visit churches You did, you did fun stuff around that could maybe fit into all of those things. You get the idea, but building one goal in each of those areas I find really helps me to be excited, not just about work, not just about going to the gym, but in ways that I can enhance my relationships as well. So those are the five F's. Final thought about goal setting. This is something again, that helps me. Um, So this isn't necessarily prescriptive these are just things that have helped me kind of continue to chase and evolve is the idea of the 12 week year. The 12 week year is a book and it it breaks it down so that you're not setting a goal on January 1st. And then in December 31st, you measure it, you create 12 week years. So essentially quarters where you break the goals down into smaller bites. I find that to be better for me because I can keep my attention on it better. Now, obviously you want to make it down into a quarter sized goal, but you know, one of the, the, the concepts of the book is if you take a week off of your workout in a year, you're like, Oh, it's no big deal. If you take a week out in a 12-week year, well, that's a month's worth of work. And so you don't want to do that. And so it keeps you hyper-focused on the things that you actually want to accomplish. That's a good book to check out, 12-week year. So number one, set goals you are not doing it wrong. If you are doing, or creating goals that are personal to yourself, you're not doing it wrong. Smart goals are fine, but they don't have to go through all of those things. That doesn't mean you're doing it wrong. And then, hey, if you want to have a well-balanced life, have well-balanced goals. Use the five Fs to help you there. I hope this has provided you some value. And if it has, please feel free to subscribe and share this with somebody else. And I will keep them coming. Thanks so much. We'll see you next time.